This is Roxanne from Late Night Trouble, and you're listening to the Free Form Rock Podcast. You are listening to the Free Form Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. What? The Free Form Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor and nobody? No. Somebody. Me. Lee Gerstman. Why aren't I on that thing? I want recognition! Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Alright, welcome to another edition of... Fucking who cares? You guys know where you're at. Fucking Lee, yeah. what's up? I'm I'm here. Um, I guess the ceiling is up. You're like you're like the Beatles. You're you're here, there, and everywhere. Uh, yeah. I I I I'd rather listen to that song, but um, hey. I thought it, good. I thought I saw you in my it, when I woke up this morning, looking over me, trying to hit me with a hammer because I made you do Bon Jovi, slippery when wet. <laughs> Was my name was my name Maxwell? <laughs> Maxwell Silver. Charles Trainer's going shit. I should have been on this one. <laughs> Started talking about Beatles or Oasis, man. That guy has a hard on for both groups. Actually, if I were to try to, you know, do something to you, I'd bring soap to clean you from your <laughs> from your dirty taste in music. I think I have great taste in music. Oh, that's what you. You know, it's like Dr. Uh, Dr. Fuck told us on the Mark and Jerry Bia sessions that, yes, the Sammy Hagar haters are in the minority. I I understand that. <laughs> and then I go, he, I, I'm glad. Every, because every time I put a Sammy post up, it's like barf, barf things, barf that, barf you. It's yes, like, it's like. You are a typical music listener you have nothing unnormal about what you hear and that's why i complain well listen listen linda yeah shut up i don't even know who linda is i showed you that video with a three-year-old tall his mom but, but, listen but, linda but is that the original <laughs> yeah i think that's the original listen there's a bunch I of i thought listen. it was some kind of weird like show it yeah. reminds me of when a guy in church, he, he kept calling me Sarah. No, he kept calling me Lisa. And I said, my name's Lee. And he went, Suh. And I went, Lee. And he went, Suh. <laughs> so now I'm, now I'm Linda. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I just tell you to listen, Linda, because it's like, yeah. you know, you keep talking. And so I have to go, listen, Linda. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, no, I'm just saying that Doctor Fuck admitted that Sammy Hagar fans are in the minor uh, haters are in the minority. I know that. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be cool because I'm the rebel in our in our groups that I like. Oh, Sammy, my word. you know, I'm not trying to be. You know, rebel. I just like Sammy. That's it, man. I can't wait to hear the new album with Dave Cobb producing. Who produced yeah. that Slash album we uh, reviewed? Because he, you know, Dave Cobb's gonna make Sammy raw and. I'm thinking maybe what a lot of you people in these groups that hate him might like this album. I'm just taking a wild guess. He might redeem himself 
Yeah, I don't know. You always um, talk about trivial stuff, so who's well, going to well, 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 let's talk about what you want to talk about. What do you want to talk about? Luke? I have nothing to talk about. Well, that's why I come up with trivial shit, because you don't have nothing no. to talk about. <laughs> no, no, be different. Don't don't be one of the podcasts who needs to talk. Okay, Lee. Let, uh, let's introduce our guest, man. <laughs> don't be a dick. Okay. Hey, how you doing, Mark Daly? It's nice to have you on the show. Hello, Lee, and hello, Mark. It's great to be on the show. I appreciate you inviting me on. Right on. Yeah, man, because you're always taking killer screenshots of me looking like a fool. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Lee didn't like it. Right? No more No more of those. Uh, the trilogy is done. You did Jaeger, you did Fireball, and you did... Uh, is the other one? Oh, I did well, Jägermeister, I did Fireball, I did oh, whiskey. But wow, but the thing whiskey. is, so the yeah, do I want to be like Back to the Future and stop? Or do I want to be like Star Wars so. and keep watering it down? Uh, you should stop with, it. Just stop with the trilogy, yep. Make it a stop with trilogy. my favorite trilogy, although, Back to uh, the Future. <laughs> although although I, I always call Back to the Future uh, two movies because basically Back to the Future Part 2 is this... Uh, Back to the Future, the first one, but at different angles. That's all. Ah, uh, the second. No, ever... dude, dude, dude. But there's, you could see what's happening know, in the most, in the background. Like long, I know, but it's such a long sequence of you basically seeing a lot of the same scenes from the now, first one. But you're seeing but you're just different looking at it from a different viewpoint. But you're seeing different uh, scenes from the first one, know, and it, it's know. from a different perspective. No, I back, know, but back, it was. I felt kind of ripped off a little bit. I don't guess. I don't get like, me geeking out on this, dude. It's don't, like, don't worry. Back to back to future rules. I know it's not that, like ghost. It's not like Ghostbusters two where they fucking threw a turd at you. Even though I, I do, even, I couldn't. I couldn't even finish watching that movie. Was, I do. I do like it, and I like saying Vigo. <laughs> but I do I like the movie. This, so just not back to future part two is Jaws part two. No, I enjoy. I didn't really like Jaws Part Two because I, that that girl that was screaming all the time. Ugh, gosh, okay, that got me. Back to future. I, am I cutting out? Is that what's going yeah. on? But basically, at the end, I could hear you fine. But okay, because I keep on hearing like some tones in the back. That's all. Okay, you that see, might, that might just be the effects of the headphones. Yeah. You, okay. Got and it. also, Back to Future, you see Biff in his garage talking to old Biff. You see a lot of shit that you didn't see in the first mm -hmm. movie. It was and then Doc talking to Doc. You know what are you doing? Weather expert. It's fucking. It's fucking killer. I've never seen a movie like that. Now people copied that kind of movie in television shows and other movies since then that they show the different angles. You know, and I'm going. They stole that from Back to the Future Part Two. Oh boy! And then the third one went into a western, which was cool. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, freaking when he uses the uh, the plate like uh, what uh, Clint Eastwood. That's <laughs> uh, like he said. Clint... Exactly. I like that. The third one was they definitely they definitely took a they went on a limb on that one. That could have been that could have blew up in the face, but actually I enjoyed that one. Oh, I love that movie. I I I it's just sad at the end where he leaves in the train i'm like ah, all right we're boring lee lee mm -hmm. what's up wake up yeah uh, i'm yeah oh um it, lee don't I, like movies unless they're from 1974 uh i i i just don't i just find it's weird the the, the way you 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 find significant things in the most trivial boring stuff that's the only thing <laughs> back to future's boring 
Um, no, but I mean, after hearing you talk about it, it gets oh that way. Oh my god. You, you, you know, <laughs> I'm going to send you the Blu-rays of Back to the Future. I have, you, know, you don't have a Blu-ray player. Uh, you suck. Okay, then send them to me and then I can put them where they deserve. <laughs> In the trash? <laughs> well, I didn't say All right. Well, we got Mark here for a reason. I let Mark pick the album. We're going to do the the debut album and the only album by the band GTR, which was made up by uh, two guitar players, one from Yes and one from Genesis, Steve Hackett and Steve Howe. The two Steves. They made this band. It came out in... Uh, when, when did this come out? They only were active for two years. Uh, in 1986. 1986. I was like 16. Yep. This album was in... Uh, we were... We were born at the same time, I think, you and me, Mark. I was born in 1970. Not August 4th, 1970. Okay. August 4th, 19. So you were born oh. two months ahead of me. I was born in October. There you go. Um, October 9th, 1970. And then we got Metal Mike from uh, the Metal Mike uh, show on thatmetalstation.com, which I do a show every Tuesday night. Uh, check it out, 8 p.m. to 11, or 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, I do a wide range of music, which Lee hasn't got on there yet, which I understand because he's not a follower. He does what he wants. But thank you, Mark, for coming yeah. on the show and supporting me. I, I, I love that. I no just problem. Want to give you a no big problem. thank you. Uh, I work second shift, so it's like near the end of my night. So I, I tune in for a little bit, and then I listen to it on the ride home. So it's it's a lot of fun. Cool, man. Uh, thank uh, you for that. So um, this band came out. It was a, considered a super group at the time. I remember getting this album, and um, I liked it. But there was so much shit coming out in 1986 that I, it kind of got lost through the years. And even though I have it on vinyl. It's not an album mm -hmm. I went back to, but we'll see after this podcast if I want to go back to this album. But uh, how did you get into this group, Mark? Well, uh, honestly, uh, I did see the single. Uh, well, it was an MTV video, and I saw like I think it was it had already reached like the top twenty countdown. And usually that show just like turned me off. I was like, it would always be like dance music and uh, maybe a little bit of rap and very little rock and i saw the guitar players i was like yeah i was i heard the song i was like yeah no not really so i changed the channel like right away then next thing i know uh in the mail since i'm a guitar player well, actually bass basis i got the guitar magazine and on the cover was steve howe steve hackett but they're wearing suits and i was thinking what? i'm like what the hell who the heck are these guys like this is not like rock at all and like you know yeah. and but i would keep i keep the magazine because it had musical notes on how to play stuff and that issue uh actually had the bass for iron man and as, as you know he, he's about it's really flying around in the fretboard during a guitar solo so that was fun to learn so i brought it into school and i would read it and someone from my art class who was a big asia fan a genesis fan and a yes fan and he looked at the magazine and goes oh wow steve howe steve hackett this is their new band they're great i was like they are i heard the song i was like no no just oh no get the album it's, it's it's phenomenal so i went out and bought it i bought it on cassette and you know went through the entire thing and I, it's it was good the vocalist was is fantastic great great singer uh what's his name uh max bacon and jonathan mover was on drums and later on he went on to join joe satriani and you know phenomenal drummer you know and it's just a solid band overall and and that's pretty much how I got into it. And Lee, did you know this band when they came out? 
Unfortunately, I heard it on MTV, and I knew of Steve Howe because I knew of Yes and I knew of Asia. And even though I thought Asia was kind of a watered-down group that I didn't really love, I thought, oh, he's made Asia sound like Yes in comparison. And Steve Hackett, uh, I, I had heard that he was in Genesis and all that. I didn't see or hear anything that he had been on at that time. Later, when I heard his stuff in Genesis and got some of his solo albums, then I realized how completely a different thing was that he did there. And, and then it made me even more puzzled. Why did he go into GTR? This is, this is totally unlike what he would do. And then so maybe I forget, but maybe when I bought a bunch of like used CDs, I might have found GTR um, for a dollar and I bought it, but uh, I might have tried listening to a couple of songs, but I, until this review, I was never able to hear the whole album. I always had to stop. And so, uh, well, I was at least able to finish hearing it so I'll let you know that much. Uh, you know, Steve Steve Hackett left Genesis because he wanted to be more autonomy. He wanted to do his own stuff. And uh, he's playing some shows, dude, by himself. Doing, I think he's yeah, doing some that, Genesis stuff. That stuff's good. That stuff's good. I know. I should go see him. He's playing. He keeps, uh, Facebook keeps telling me he's playing around here. And uh, I should go check but him out. But please don't embarrass him by asking for GTR tunes. I think he would be blushing if you did that oh my god but i, I no i think that i th i think that's definitely in the rearview mirror for steve hackett for sure yeah it's yeah. like uh what paul stump of the history of progressive rock said the album managed to make two distinctive guitarists in rock sound like autopilot sessioneers at a foreigner recording <laughs> i was like well yeah. i think that's I think true the future I think what the future was going to be they were going to collaborate with other guitarists they actually had asked brian may of Queen, if he would be interested in like working with them, it would have been so have been Steve Howe, Steve Hackett, and Brian May. So that would have been interesting if they continued to invite other guitar players that were known for being somewhat, you know, good songwriters, a little flashy, and, and if they worked well together, they could have done like maybe GTR Part Two or something like that. But that did, that fell through and, and it never came to fruition. It would have been interesting though. Yeah, I, I I love Steve Howe, but he ha he plays those same freaking runs on his guitar on any group he does, like Asia and Yes, it's like the same. You know, it's like Trevor Rabin kicks his ass, but I'm just saying. But he does. You can you know it's Steve Howe. It's like you know Zach because he goes. You know he does that high pitched thing on his guitar. You know that's what uh, Steve Howe does. He goes those little runs. Yep, Zach Wild is pitch, pinch harmonica. Yeah, it's and, like, uh, yeah, it's like Steve. I wonder if Zach like learned from uh, Steve to get his signature where they go. That's Zach playing. <laughs> mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, and know what's funny? The guitar, this album, there's not like a lot of flashy solos. It's really tame. So one of the things I was expecting from this album is like you'd get some really 
uh, I don't know, a little bit more out of the solos. No, but they they really controlled themselves in this album. It wasn't like they were like saying, oh, whoa, check this out, you know. But no, it wasn't really like that. It was typically. Honestly, I think the album could have been as good, but it could have been a lot better if they weren't just hanging up on the commercial side, almost trying to get too much on the radio. To me, I thought the album could have been so much better. Well, sounded like I do agree that it could have been better. <laughs> of course you do. Well, let's get into the track, shall we? All right. We, we get into the the single that I guess me and Mark saw on uh, MTV. When the heart rules the mind. What do you think of this one, Mark? Like I said, uh, I said before, first time I I was like, eh, I'm not too crazy about this because it's not a short song. It's it's over five and a half minutes long. And the funny thing is, MTV known for oh too long, clip clip the song. It's pretty much unedited. It's a five and a half minute song. The video is five minutes, so they they probably snip a little bit here and there. But once I started getting into the album, this this is a a song with lots of twists and turns, and you get lots of you get the intro and you get a chorus, and you also you get the uh, the the bridge with a little bit of Josh the mover on the, the kettle drums. You get it. It's a lot to it, and. It's a good song. I don't think it's the best song on the album for me, but it's it's overall it's pretty good. What do you think about it, Lee? Um, well, I did hear it again one last time before we did the review on my new Chromebook, and the sound was loud, and so I was able to finally say, okay, this has merit. But before that, I was listening to the album according to how it sounded on the album and so that's what i'm going to talk about here when i first heard this song it sounded too much like everything else at that time it seemed too commercial and the vocalist annoyed me now years later judging it on its own merit i feel the same way (laughs) the song does nothing for me and i never liked it much (laughs) i i I know this is the the song that made me go buy the tape you know, like I said, I listened to the oh, tape, boy. listened to the tape, bought a couple, three times, and then it just went into the collection. I never really broke it out since. I even have it on vinyl because it was like two bucks. So mm. sure, I think I like that album. And then re-listening to this album for this uh, podcast, I'm going, there's a lot of shit on this album I didn't notice back then. I Like I'm hearing the, the Steve Hell runs and beep, 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 beep. You know, and then I'm hearing Hackett doing his Genesis shit in the background. It's like this out. This song is so fucking layered. You need headphones on to truly hear the musicianship going on in this song because the the guitar solos are tame, but they're going within the concept of the song and not say, "Hey, let's show off." I really like this song. I really dig it. It's a lot better than when I first heard it as a kid. I like it better now. Really cool song. Uh, and then we get to the next song, <laughs> "The Hunter," and it's not "The not, Hunter" by Dawkins. It's "The Hunter" not, by. We're not looking. We're, we're not looking for love, like every Dawkins song is. <laughs> I love Dawkins. You know what's funny thing about Dawkins? Whenever you look at the track list, you're like you're thinking like, "Oh, this song is probably not about love," so it's probably it's probably a good tune, you know. And so I, my first song I saw "Under Lock and Key," I'm like, "Oh, the Hunter! Thank God they're gonna take a break from the, <laughs> the love." And then I hear the chorus: "I'm the Hunter, searching for you on these lonely streets." I'm like, really, come on again, searching for love. 
Oh, Not searching for love. That's searching right, yeah. for love on these lonely streets. Lonely Again. Streets. Again. So but that freaking about, lead oh. by fucking George. Come on. Oh, the, the, that's that's the, that was always the highlight of Doc. Yeah. Leads. You're like, what's, what, what's George going to do? What's, what's he going to do? What's and Jeff Pilsen you know? fucking plays a cool bass. If we put on headphones, you could hear his shit. Yeah. The, the, oh, that was cool. A, we're, now, we're now I'm reviewing Doc, and let's, let's, just, <laughs> let's just slide into that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> now we're going back to GTR. All right. Well, let's get let's get into the song that you picked, uh, Mark. Here it is: "The Hunter" by GTR in the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, that was The Hunter by GTR. Why'd you pick this track, Mark? And this one, it's, I don't know, when I, I just want to put the headphones on and really relax and chill. This is, this is, this is my jam. You know, you get that nice, slow, melodic gallop. You know, it does have like that gallop rhythm and it, it can sound so much more different. <clears throat> I'm talking to you, Iron Maiden. You can make uh, things sound different. So I like whatever. <laughs> yeah, I like that album. Like, like a lot of people want to call. Yeah, it there's, there's some stuff Shinsu. I like about it, but pretty, Iron Maiden gets a little uh, repetitive and predictable. But with this one, it's, like I said, it's this, it's really introduces the song very well, and you get you get some really good tasty leads at the end of the song, and there, there's a lot of keyboards in there too. And one thing about this band GTR is they actually try to tour without a keyboardist. And they're like, eh, no, this isn't working. Because they, they had a lot of trouble reproducing that album sound to the live audience. So, and that's actually gives me a little tidbit I want to add here. Jeff Downs on keyboards from Asia. Yep. Well, also happened to produce the album. He is the keyboardist on this album. And he also wrote the song. So, like song. I said, it's, it's a great track. Also wrote the entire song, you know. He wrote Which the entire song. Is, <laughs> Is, which which it, it's the song that stands out because of that you know you get it's 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 kind of like i don't know it's, it's for me it's not the best song but it's one of those standout songs where it's better i think it's it's better than the, the single when the heart was the mind you know although it, it's it's like it, it it was a single as well and it didn't do as well because it's just not really radio friendly and that's just the way radio was back then you know if it's just, it just didn't find its audience right away it wasn't going to be a hit so, but yeah, yeah I'll, this is a good song. Yeah, because this is a prog rock album, and people don't hear the layers; they just hear the voice, oh, and they go, "It's freaking pop." <laughs> but it's it's more than pop. And uh, this song, "The Hunter," was also re-released oh, with boy. Asia on their anthology album. Asia, I didn't, I didn't know that. Does, does it sound exactly the same? Or? I haven't heard it, but I read about it. <laughs> so, okay. I'm gonna I, after this podcast, I'm gonna go listen to it because I want to hear it now. Okay, but Lee, right. uh, I think I already know I, what you're gonna think about I'm, this song. I'm, 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 yeah, um, I'm 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 gonna try to keep my my I'm 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 just gonna tell you what I think of the songs because most of the listeners are gonna agree with both of you instead of me. You know anyway, what? You know a lot of listeners. Wait, a lot of listeners agree with you. They like that pop poop United States. Uh, wait, nobody likes hot poop. United shop. States of America and Fairport Port. I'm yeah. trying to shop, shop. I'm trying to make a point. I'm trying to trying to say that that. I just wanted to interrupt you're, you. You're, yeah, you're, you're like, <laughs> like, like, if you went into Chinatown, you'd go there to get a burger talk about <laughs> McDonald's. Yeah, I, I would go get a burger in Chinatown. You're exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and then so when it comes to prog rock, you're 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 getting unless there's orange chicken. I like orange chicken. All right. Well, 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 well this is not even orange chicken. This is just um, um. Um, chicken jerky with some Tropicana orange juice poured on top of it. <laughs> anyway, um, the hunter. The one good thing I'll say about it is someone can fall asleep while hearing it. Unfortunately, I stayed awake. It's a mellow, irritating song <laughs> with a wimpy vocalist. It's a waste of my time. My God. <laughs> I think the vocalist sounded like Dennis D. Young. 
Uh, this album has very clean production, which is cool. Wonder how they pulled it off live. And you just said oh, they couldn't God. pull it off live because they didn't have a freaking keyboardist. Mm -hmm. uh, there was actually something else I'm going to add um, once we go along because there actually is a live album that goes along with the studio album. But, but back then they released a King Biscuit Flower Hour CD years later. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah, but, mm -hmm. but I was agreeing with Lee on this album like years ago because I haven't listened to it for years. And when you picked it, I said, cool, I'll get to listen to the GTR album I haven't listened to in like 20 years. But... Uh, and I'm glad I listened to it again. Uh, they, something I don't... tells me, but something tells me with this choice, I'm never going to be invited again. <laughs> oh no, because Lee, Lee doesn't do the inviting. I just ask him if this guy's okay. Even if he doesn't um, like you, he'll bring you back on. <laughs> um, let's let's just say I I want you to look forward to some other interesting choices for reviews. Yeah, in the future. Yeah, the, everybody will get a lead choice. We just gave Charles Trainer an album last yeah, week. Yeah, I'm not. What album is I'm not going to be nice. I don't want to tell you all. You just we, wait we, till it comes we, out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I'll let's, look forward to it. Let's just say it's a surprise. <laughs> it's a Lee surprise. He's going to give you something you never heard of. You might love it and you might really hate it. Yeah, it's like eighty. It's like eighty twenty on the like. Eighty percent you like it. Twenty percent is really bad. Okay, look more for twenty percent. Oh, all right. I'm I'm, I'm going to try and, and and let's let's make it fifteen percent. Okay. <laughs> I feel sorry for you, Mark. Well, I feel sorry for me because I'm going to have to hear it. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I I I don't know. Well. I, I, I don't know the other Mark that well, but he's a nice guy, so I, I if this is the only bad album that he likes, I can deal with it. But with you, I, I already know that, that there's millions of bad albums that you like, so that's why I'm kind of getting upset. If there's, like, bad albums you thought that were going to be bad that I picked that you really liked and you hated me for it. Yeah, well, that also counts, because I hate you. I gotta say Bon Jovi. Uh, hey, shut up! <laughs> these days. Yeah! <laughs> you love the song God. I'm so happy. Shut up! Hey, Dr. Fuck likes shut Better up. Roses, so there you could tease well, Dr. Well, Fuck on that. Yeah. Uh, Mark, what, what do you think about The Hunter? Uh, oh, The Hunter. <laughs> well, I was yeah. having fun going off on Lee. I already said it reminds me of Dennis oh. DeYoung. And I haven't heard this okay. album in years. I need I do own the vinyl, and they need to break it out. I already said what about that, and then Lee okay, interrupted right. me, so we went on a we went yeah. on a Lee rant. Okay. So then we go to the next okay. song. Here I wait. What do you? Are you are you in a hurry, Mark? You trying to push us away? What's going on? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> Maybe I won't invite you on because you're not letting me go off on Lee. I'm just joking. No, no. Actually, don't worry. There's, there's gonna be some more going off uh, because there's, okay. there's some more. Because I honestly, I think the second side's even weaker than the first side. The Ooh. highlights of the album is the first side. Uh, I disagree I might, with you. On I that. might like you. I, well, well, I might like you, Mark with the K, better than Mark with the C. Yeah, because you know what? I, I'm a person. He's just like a, a Mark with a pen. <laughs> That's what I always say. Mark spelled with a C is a person, and the ones who, they're just a Mark. Mark, you know. Well, whatever. well, I, I want to hear what Lee has to say with the, the instrumentals because I know he doesn't like the singer. So, oh maybe yeah, like, maybe like the instrumentals. Maybe because we'll there's get... two. There's two. There's two instrumentals. Yeah. So we get to hear. I wait. What do you think about this, Mark? Ooh, I like. I like this tune. 
that's my dog. That's my dog. Mark. That's okay. Lee burps. Uh -huh. We could have a dog. Nope. <laughs> I wouldn't mind okay. if you recorded a whole CD of, of your dog barking. I'd listen to that more than I would listen to the album again. I don't think this album pissed you is, off on the last uh, like week's album. All right, go ahead. Well, go ahead. Last week's album, anyway. Oh, oh, I can't tell you I'm yet. Not to say <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, here I wait. I enjoy this song. This um, this song was actually played a lot on my FM radio station I listened to as a kid. So this one I really got into. This kind of like uh, elevated. Uh, the album for me because the more I heard on the radio, I was like, oh, I definitely gotta get this album now. So this kind of like pushed me towards buying it. You know, it's a it's a little heavier too. It's got that nice guitar riff to it, which the the what the pattern of this album is. It usually has uh, intros are kind of like laid back, then it builds up. But here I wait, kind of like it's a it's a good song from the get go. You know, kind of heavy from the beginning, which I like. And what do you think about it, Lee? It could have been okay. better, but it wasn't. It's another <laughs> attempt at trying to do a cool song, but the production and the song itself prevents it from being cool. It's not my bag. <laughs> it's not your bag, baby. <laughs> this song, I was getting worried this song was sounded like Tai Shan from Rush in the beginning. And then comes in with such a crunch, some crunch with some drums kicking ass. Great vocal mm -hmm. harmonies, guitars. Of course, Steve is doing a lot of Asia sounds in this song, which is cool. I liked it. <coughs> All right. Now we get to the next song, which... Uh, who picked Sketches in the Sun? I didn't write down. I, I picked it because you asked me to pick a second song. All right. So here's Sketches in the Sun on Freeform Brock Podcast.
All right, Lee said he wanted to pick sketches in the sun. Otherwise, but I made him pick two songs. So why? Yeah, did you uh -huh. pick this? Because he had to pick two songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he made me pick a song off an album. So whatever. Yeah, that that that's why I finally did it. Anyway, it's okay, and it doesn't really offend me, but it didn't thrill me. Bet didn't thrill me either. Is it better than most of the other songs on here? No. But at least it's an instrumental, so I don't have to hear the singer. Written by Steve Howe. Yeah. So what do you think and about it, Mark? I do like his solo <laughs> stuff, but on here, it's like a watered-down, ten-times version of his solo work. That's all I want to say. What do you think about it, Mark? It's it's a good tune, you know? It's He... he He's playing all the guitar parts, so I'm not too sure if they played the song live. So it would have been, it would have had to include Hackett and How because you got two guitar parts going along with the song. It's 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 really good. I love the tone he has to this guitar here. Um, he actually played pieces of it when I saw him. It was it was a free show at a casino? It was Asia, and during his solo, he was playing parts of it. And the funny part was. There was like a difficult part that he was trying to do and intricate, and he is. It's like the the fans were so close that you could you could kind of like you could hear the audience, and he actually shushed us because he was like trying to play something that was a little difficult, uh -huh. and he paused for a second and goes shh, and people laughed, and they, no, he looked at us no, really shh. Yeah, huh. I, was like, <laughs> I was laughing. I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube somewhere. You can you can actually look it up. It says Steve Howe like shushes audience so yeah, yeah. I, uh, oh. I thought I, 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 I got a kick out of that but yeah the good this this is a well done instrumental I enjoyed it uh you know that's good enough for me like you said you know yeah and then I I get to it what did I say about it I said this is a killer instrumental with awesome guitars I love it <laughs> Mm -hmm. was lots it. of layers to lots of layers to it, you know. Lots yeah. of layers, yeah. Like I've been saying, there's yeah. lots of layers, and yeah. I don't know if Lee didn't listen to it without headphones. I think if you listen to it, no, with headphones, I heard it with headphones. Ah, well then, there's no excuse. And then we get to the next song. There's about ten Michael Stanley albums that I have ready for you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I love you too, Lee. And then we yeah. get, we get to the next track. You can still get through. What do you think about this one, Mark? Oh, okay. I thought Jekyll and Hyde was next, but yeah. here we go. Oh, wait, wait. No, Jekyll and Hyde's next. Go to. Oh, wait. Jekyll and Hyde. Somebody picked this. You picked it. So here's uh, That's right. Jekyll and Hyde on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Uh, if I could find this. Ah, here we go.
Yes, I made a flub and I don't edit like uh, Nate Atchison and freaking Mike Tyler, Metal Mike Tyler, bitch about me on their plug podcast. Check them out. They, they, they're they assholes, but they rule. But uh, what'd you, why'd you pick this track, Mark? Oh, the disclaimer, uh, we, we don't steal these songs. We actually encourage you to go out and buy these songs, okay? That's the disclaimer, right? Because I remember Mark, told, remember you told me about that? Yeah. If I you asked look- like, hey, why are you playing music? Is that illegal? And Mark says, no, it's inspired to go out and buy the music. Yeah, if you listen so- to the ending that the great Ken Mills, the potfather, did for me, for us, uh, he said, if you like the music, we don't own the the, the songs we play them said if you like them go buy the merch go buy the songs go buy the albums you know we encourage Absolutely. people to buy music because if you don't buy music we're just gonna have britney spears nobody wants a world with britney spears and machine gun kelly come and on you're also man. gonna and you're also gonna have 200 200 hour concert tickets forever or maybe even 300 hour concert tickets god dang so these... the more the more albums you buy the more music you buy Maybe it'll encourage bands to say, hey, you know what? Let's give the fans a little fairer price at the show. Just but look, then again, maybe Just not. look at the rock concerts. The rock concerts that sell pop and rap. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see fucking Dr. Dre with his P-Funk beats in the back all the time. That's why he doesn't do concerts that much. <laughs> it's like he'll do special things because then people go, oh, wait, he hasn't played in five years. But you get a band like the Scorpions that play every two years, and you're still there because they still rock. <laughs> Nobody wants to see That's Dr. It. Dre That's every it. two years. Nobody wants to see That's Eminem it. every two years, you know, because I would want to see the Beastie Boys every two years, but there's no MCA. But uh, let's get back to this album. Why'd you pick this track, Mark? Oh, this is my favorite. This is my favorite song on the album. Uh, you know, really cool intro it's you know it's it really sets the mood of the song you know i would since it was called jekyll and hyde i really wish the lyrics were really really based on dr jekyll and mr hyde you know they should maybe they should have gotten mr neil Peart to write them some lyrics because to me if you can have a like great title for this though even the 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 title of the song should basically reflect the lyrics it's not really based too much on the lyrics so much but uh it's it's a great song, you know. You got nice solo trading between Steve Howe and Steve Hackett. That's what I I kind of wish there was more of, more collab. I do do collaborate with a lot of the songs, but like I said, it's almost like they were held back a lot on a lot of these solos. Maybe it was production. Maybe it was the record company say, oh, you know, they might have cut some stuff out. But you know, this is this is my favorite track off the album. Great great song. If you think about it, Arista Records didn't really have much like prog rock. It was like the Arrhythmics, Thompson Twins. It had a lot of pop, mm-hmm. Whitney Houston. It really, it yeah. was really based on 1986. Remember what was going on in 1986? You know, Ozzy, The Ultimate Sin, Barry Glam, you know, uh, Judas Priest and Turbo, more glam, you know, it was like both heavy those metal. Albums. <laughs> but good, no good albums though. But they they really tamed the, the, themselves, almost to really try to get on the radio. Even Iron Maiden, they never got played on the radio, and they released somewhere in time that same year, and they got wasted years played on the radio. So like, that was what was going on in 1986. So this is prog rock that's trying to get played on the radio as well. 
Well, all they had to do was sound like Asia, and they would have got on the radio. But I think they were trying to sound like Asia also with Jeff Downs producing it. But what do you think about it, Lee? It's perhaps the best song on the album. It has its flaws, and it still has that too normal, not quite prog sound. But some of it was done really well and sounded progressive, and the guitar solo was great. So this was okay. Yeah, it's a, a little rush sounding here with the keyboards and those guitars are going off it's like in the beginning vocals are like ear candy the song rules the bridge is amazing put headphones on and listen to this amazing song and that fucking guitar going something i can't remember how i was thinking about it you can't write down a riff in your on the notes so i i don't know but the, the riffs just the riffs going in and out of the song are just amazing and the dueling guitars is also awesome like uh mark said we would have liked to hear like fucking tesla with frank cannon and tommy skeenich going back and forth with each other on this album but we didn't get that few and far in between on this album which is why this album is a little disappointing for me because you got two great steves and they're not being great steves they're kind of being like somebody handcuffed themselves and handcuffed them and said no okay let's un unhandcuff you go okay well unhandcuff un you go and it's like, man, I expected more from this, but it's still a great song. I love it. And then we get to the next track, which is Reach Out. Uh, you Can Never Get Through. What do you think about this one, Mark? Um, This one, like I said, this is starts the second side. And you know, this, you know, when you get those songs or it's like, like, like uh, what do they say? The filler track? This is basically your, your, for for me a filler track, you know. You know, it's it's not it's not the worst song on the album, but uh, it's it's just, it's just kind of average for me. Very uh, overproduced a little bit with the vocals. You could you could you could really hear how this was this this song I thought was really they're really trying hard to be like the 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 radio hit song, and I'm just kind of like eh, it's 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 okay. Like I said, you know, this, but yeah, definitely a filler track for me. I bet you Lee's gonna like this song for some reason. What do you think about because, this song, Lee? Because I'm kind of like, yeah. There were some interesting instrumental moments, but they were sitting alongside mediocre moments, and the singer added a good amount of boredom. It could have been a better song, but it wasn't. Uh, I think there's a little fuck going on in this song. The playing is amazing. I need, like I said, I need to break out the vinyl, smoke some weed, snort some whiskey. Wait, drink some whiskey. Uh, this song, this song is fucking great. I like it. I, I okay, like the. You, I, you get you you get a Bread Midland album, um, um, the the group Silver. Wait until you hear that. That that will be good to get. Why don't you just too. give uh -huh. me? Why don't you just give me Seals and Croft and shoot me in the head? Oh, this is even worse. Believe oh my me. God. <laughs> oh, you're a dick. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put it on my um um dick list for next album <laughs> oh god uh, you're making me want uh, what did i say we're gonna do next um i'm just I'm, I'm i'm trying to get you to shape up i think we're doing Jimi hendrix uh something okay then then maybe i'll wait two weeks before i give <laughs> you silver i don't know yet all right let's get to the next track toe the line what do you think about this one mark 
Oh, wait, no, 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 wait, we're on Reach Out, Never Say No. What do you think about this one, Mark? I'm trying to skip the songs for Lee, because he's being a dick. I would like to have um, five or six songs skipped. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. That, that would be the end of the album by now. Yeah. yeah. This, this, oh, yeah, this one, I know, this has got that guitar riff, bam, 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 bam. Yeah, that's right, right away, you think, like, oh, here we go. This is gonna, this is gonna be a, a rocking tune, you know? Uh, for me, I like the bass, that riff they go, -na 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 -na. That, 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 that works for me. I like that. You know, this, this is one of the better songs on the second side. Um, like I said, I, I really enjoy the first side so much. That's what I would do as a kid. I, I, I had it on cassette. I'd listen to the first side over and over again. The second side, eh, not so much, but you know, I, this one is one of the better songs on the second side, but you know, re reach out, you know, overall it's a pretty good track. What do you think about it, Lee? It's middle of the road. It was okay, and it could have been better, but the production was too plastic-like and didn't have anything in it to make the song sound great. But at least it's a little better than some of the other songs on here. Well, I kill a riff to start the song, like Mark said. Yeah. I think the album is just getting better after each song, but you guys are disagreeing with me that because Mark. Oh, you know, there's there's one there's one more there's one more I really enjoy. It's coming up. I think they keep upping it because the chorus is a little repetitive though on this song, but the verses rule and the playing is top notch. If you like progressive rock, you might not like this album, but if you want to get into progressive rock, this might be a starter pack for you. So this is a good album. I like it. Then we get to the next track, Toe the Line. I what disagree. I know you do. We get to the next track. What do you think about Toe the Line, Mark? Ah, the ballad. You know, this 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 one I really enjoy because the vocalist really gets those notes up high, you know, because with the chorus, he goes toe the line and it goes higher and higher. I'm not even attempting to really, really reach those notes he got, but really, really, he, he, he really reached for it and i always, i kind of wanted to hear it live unfortunately this is the one song they don't play on the live album and there's probably a reason why maybe he couldn't hit those notes in a live setting so that's why it's not played but th this is this this is the strongest track on the second side really really good song what do you think about it lee at least they play it well but i don't like the song I don't like that type of melody. The only good thing I have to say about it is the production is good. All right, my let's see. I want to see what this guy did. Let's see. Max Bacon. Please don't talk about tons and tons of production. I'm not, but he was in a band. Right. He was in a band called Nightwing, Bronze, oh. Phenomena, Phenomena or whatever. Mike, oh, I know of them. Yuck. Mike Oldfield. Mike Oldfield, yep. He's cool. Mike, that, Mike Oldfield that, that, actually... That surprises uh, me. He did, um, he did some music for The Killing Fields, the movie. Yeah, he was on the album by uh, Mike on 1987's Islands and 1989 Earth Moving. Mm-hmm. Huh. And then he was I on, don't know we'll be either of those. He was on Steve Howell's 1999 Portraits of Bob Dylan. I don't even know what the fuck that is. But, so he's uh, on albums by people who are good, but he's on all the albums that I don't know. Yeah. So maybe you need okay. to know and let me know how bad he's. Maybe sucks. not. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'll, 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 
I'll listen to those Mike Oldfield albums. All right. And then let's get to my uh, thing on... Uh, Wait, what's your choice uh, there, Mark? With what? Did you get? The, did you pick a track? No, I let you guys pick it. I only pick a song when Lee doesn't pick a song I really like. Uh, you guys pick good, good songs, so I didn't add any to it. And Lee's going, okay. thank God. Um, <laughs> I was saying I would have hoped that you would pick one or of the Lee's songs thank instead you, of me. Thank the universe or whoever's in control thing. Like, All right, but this is this song is abs is beautiful acoustic guitars, relaxing. The vocals are awesome. Absolutely love this song. Has some great playing, some killer guitar tones. Amazing, makes me happy. And what a great solo to end the song. Who did the solo to end the song? I think it was Hackett, right? Sounds like Hackett. Sounds like him. It's, sounds it's, like Hackett. It's, it's, yeah, because he doesn't have the he doesn't have the Steve Howe run. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he doesn't have that Steve Hackett intro that he always does to his solos. Ah. Uh, and freaking some Steve Howell fan's gonna fucking get on here and start bitching me out. You don't know what I... I love Steve Howell. Trevor Raven's better, though. Uh, but uh, let's get to the next track. Instrumental, Hack It to Bits. What did you think about this one, Mark? Great. This is this is a good one. You know, it, uh, you get, you're getting like... Um, Steve Hackett's uh, time to really uh, shine on this one. And what else is also good about it, it blends in very well to the next song, which is Imagining. And you get a lot of classical guitar at the end there. Sound, sounds really, and it sounds really, this picking style sounds really flat and, and very clean too. So I, I really enjoy it. And it's like I said, it's the, the blending that they do between the two songs is just, is, is, is done very well, you know. That that I know I said I didn't really like the second side so much, but I like that part right there where each song is kind of like connected to each other, and they just lead into each other. So that that that's good production right there. That that's well done. So and, I give the thumbs up for sure. And they're both uh, they're both they don't use guitar picks, right? They're both bluegrass style players. Okay, I I think was, uh, I, I didn't know. Yeah, Steve Hackett doesn't. Use, I know Steve. Definitely not one. Bob Wills. Yeah, Steve. I know Steve Howe is like bluegrass style picking. Maybe that's why I like Trevor better. He's a pick. He's a pick, bitch. And Mark Knopfler from Dire Straits, same way, plays the guitar yeah, with no same pick. Because I, I, I you know it's funny though. I've, I've uh, actually not to cut you off, but uh, I've, I enjoyed Yes with the Trevor Rabin albums, and I've talked to some Yes fans, and they kind of look like me, like I'm, I'm from Pluto. They're, they look like, like what? They just can't believe that how well how much I enjoy Trevor Rabin. <laughs> they're all, they're all, it's almost like the really hardcore Yes fans don't really think that is Yes. It's almost, it's almost like it's another band, which I respect. You know, Yes definitely changed in the 80s. and But yeah, I, but I do enjoy Trevor Rabin. Yeah, I, I saw them with the, I saw them on the Big Generator tour and I saw them with the reunion, the union tour where they had both guitar players. They had both yeah, drummers, that, both keyboardists, that was good. one bass player and one singer. Cause they were the, that was good stuff. That was a great, it was in the round. That was a great show, but uh, Trevor kicked Steve out, Steve Al's ass that night again. <laughs> Just like, I love Trevor. Trevor is amazing, dude. The guy does like what gone Jerry Bruckheimer uh, scores. Like Gone in yes, 60 Seconds, yes. The Rock, yeah. you know, he's a great, he makes great scores. And I was looking forward to seeing that 
Rabin, Anderson, and uh, what's the Rick Wakeman? They were doing ARW, and they were good. Then they just started calling it Yes, going on tour, and I'm going make a fucking album. I want to hear Trevor Rabin with John again. And fucking Trevor says we were gonna make an album, but the pandemic happened. We don't know what's going on now. I go fuck. All right, but hack it to bits. What do you think about it, Lee? I hear you. This size. is really bad. Ooh. It sounds like something from a Steve Hackett solo album, but <laughs> ten times worse and very watered down and totally lacking any interesting moments. The production and the playing are a mess, and I couldn't enjoy any of it. I'm sorry, Lee. I thought you would like this track because it's fucking weird like you are, and uh, I thought you would enjoy it. It's wild, amazing instrumental. Hackett goes from electric to Spanish acoustic fucking guitar. Mm -hmm. Wow, this blew my mind, and I even put in here, "dum dum," me. This is mind. This is mind killing instrumental, man. I love this, and it went straight into the next track seamlessly. Freaking dum amazing! Dum Dum's going to be doing silver next. We're going to do the album silver with Dum Dum. Oh, thank you. I enjoy you. And then I'm going to um um call it silver with special guest host. Um, doppelganger dum dum. Just remember, if we give Nate Atherton Bushy an album that he really hates and he listens to it, he's gonna give us a, a Blink 182 episode to do him. Remember that, Lee? Th that, remember uh, because you did hop hoop. That's why we don't need to have him on it. That's remember. That's, that's what I've even though he's sure. one, one of my favorite um um hosts, but um <laughs> but he 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 can be sneaky and surprising like me. Yeah. yeah, I meant to be sure not to pick Slayer, Slipknot, or Blink One Eight Two because I know. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun! I actually kind of like the album Idaho by Slipknot. You know, I would do. But I would do I those would albums. Say generally, 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 though, yeah. Let's let's stay away from those. Let's let's keep it to more interesting stuff. Um, earlier than nineteen seventy five, the better. Oh wow! Did you hear the the Black Crows' 1972 album? Did you like it? I'll listen to it afterwards, and if and if I like it, well, if I don't like it, I'll pick something worse I, than. I Silver. really love their cover of T Rex's Slider, fucking killer. Yeah, I don't. No. I I I don't trust your taste anymore, but I'll hear it for myself. Hey, you don't like Rocks Off by the Rolling Stones? They do a good cover of that, man. I, I'll see what happens, but but I mean you 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 have you have all I want to say is um we're either gonna do silver or we'll do something worse. I'm gonna make you depending do, on what I'm gonna make you do an album by Cheryl Crow if you keep this uh, up. Uh, <laughs> how about Nickelback? Nickelback, we'll do Nickelback. <laughs> I, like, I like one Nickelback song. Actually, it's not a Nickelback song. It's the song, the, the Spider-Man soundtrack. Oh you my God! It? Yeah, I remember that. Here, Hero. It's got the, the singer Nickelback and uh the one guy. I think that isn't that what so you know my hero. No, no, that's no, the no. Foo Fighters. Uh, no, I'm talking about don't you know you are my hero? I oh that oh that's freaking no, that's Sammy Hagar, Sammy. right? No, I'm that's Bette Midler. <laughs> Sammy Hagar's Remember the Heroes. I love that song. That's a good song. It's a great yeah. song. That, that, that's why I don't understand why there's so much like hate towards him. He writes oh. some good songs. Don't you write hate about him? 
What's that? Don't you write a lot of hate about Sammy Hagar when I post? Oh, I, no, it's a, it's just the the stir the pot. That's all. <laughs> well, dude, stir the pot. If you don't, if you like him, then say you like him. Stir the pot on no, shit no, that you don't like that people like. <laughs> no, but uh, I post. No, I posted Summer Nights uh, from Live Without a Net. I was actually yeah. at that show. Nice. You can't see him in the video, but by the way, and uh, uh, that's a great tune, Summer Nights. That, that's like my, that's that's like my anthem. If you live up north and the winters are like severely cold, like they are up here. You have to like summer songs. Any song that's about the summer and I hate enjoying yourself. And, yeah, well, I enjoy it. Least favorite oh, song right, is right. Hot Time, Summer to City. That's my band. I like that. I, 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 like, I like John B. Sebastian, um, Loving Spoonful, Summer in the City. That's cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> See, you don't hate summer songs. All right, I don't hate summer songs. Shut up. You like Summer Song by Joe Satriani, too, right? Instrumental. I don't know it. Oh, you don't know Summer Song? Dude. Good, good, good singing on that song. I know the Stevie Wonder song, Never Thought I'd Dream of Leaving You in Summer. I like that one. All right. Okay, so I do like some Summer songs, okay? So shut up. You know what Summer Song I can't stand is the Will Smith fucking Fresh Prince one, Summer, Summer, Summertime. Fuck, that guy. Yeah. Speaking of fucking pop, that was a pop yeah. rapper. But uh, let's get let's yeah, <laughs> let's get the last song uh, for Lee. But Lee picked this one, "Imagining." So here's "Imagining" on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
I was imagining. Why'd you pick this track, Lee? Well, lo and behold, actually, a song that isn't totally one that I don't like. Um, the beginning with the classical sounding part was great. And then when the song came <laughs> in, it sounded really cool. But then the singer went on board and everything went downhill. Instrumentally, it's a pretty good song, but the vocals made it not as enjoyable as it could have been. But instrumentally, if he had shut up, I think this would have been a been the one tune that that was good enough. So this whole album, if we would have replaced the singer to a singer you enjoyed, this album would have been good because musically, no, it's a good most album. of the songs, most of the songs I didn't like. But the few songs that I liked somewhat would have been a little bit better without him. Okay. <laughs> so what do you think? Yeah, about yeah, it would have been from between. It, right now, it's a two out of ten. It would have been a three out of ten without him. <laughs> so does I, I think this guy kind of sounds like James LeBray and uh, from uh, Dream Theater sometimes. But he's but but James LeBray is better. Well, I agree with you. <laughs> I, agree. I was five hundred percent. I was thinking about picking a dream theater, but then I said, you know what? Uh, their, song, the, their songs are quite long, so I, I wanted to be sure I would pick something that you wouldn't basically lose your attention span on because they're, the way they write now, dream theater songs, are if, a short song is six minutes for them. That's the way they write now. <laughs> oh, that's fine, dude. We, we, I think we did one dream theater album so far. You could have oh, picked, you okay. you picked yeah. images and words because that has a lot of short songs on it. Or you, yeah, and that's the one that really everybody got introduced to Dream Theater. Yeah, well. so I would like to pick another one. I like to pick the next one. <laughs> We're caught in a web. I'm caught in oh, a web. Uh, awake. Yeah, awake rules. Great. Spoiler Great. alert. So now we ha we can't do this for at least six months because I don't want people to remember this. They're probably not, they already probably uh, checked out after Lee said it sucked because everybody values Lee's opinions. Uh, no, they don't. <laughs> if they did, then they would. They they would. They would be. I don't know what they would do. But, well, but didn't yeah. Terrence give a good review because the show? He said the show is better with Lee on it. Oh, is that what he, he yeah, he did. But I, I don't want to talk about that, dude. I don't want to give him props. <laughs> that that was a sock. I don't mind giving him <laughs> props. I think he's cool. That's cool. You're cool too, Lee. I love you. But well, what do you think yeah. about this song? Your opinion don't matter. Well, he, so I'm cool, I might see cool, whatever. Well, dude, you don't want me to go off on him because he went off on me and I did nothing to the guy. That's all I'm saying. What do you What do you think about this song, uh, Mark? You know, I, I think I made a mistake, though, with uh, the intro with the acoustic guitar is imagining. And I thought that was actually hacking the bit, so my mistake oh, out there. Oh, maybe mate, that's why you liked it. Mate, mate, coupla. So that was my fault. But uh, there's there's cool. acoustic, there's acoustic outro on the song. But uh, I enjoy the guitar a lot. the The chorus is a little messy, though. You know, it's just you know, yeah. That, that's the one. That's the that's the one. I would say drawback about the song. It's a messy chorus. Overall, it's it's okay. You know, like I said, I the first out first side I enjoy a lot more. Second second side has its highlights, but. Overall, you know, for me, this album, I would give it like a, an eight. It's, good, it's a good, solid album. I enjoy mm. it. I'll still, I'll still listen to it. And you, what huh. do you think, there, Mark? Yeah, this this should have been one huge song with Hackett to bits. They should have, but they probably split them up for money wise because Steve Hackett used this song on his solo stuff, so he just brought it back for them. Mm -hmm. um, yep. This is a great song, man. I like it. 
this is epic track it's like the breakdown rules i like the key the the with the keys and the guitar going together reminds mm -hmm. me a little bit of saga on this song um and this made me come because it's prog greatness ends with spanish 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 oh. spanish classical the, guitar the, fl Fuck. the flamingo guitar flamingo fucking rules fucking yep. uh what do you call it What's that guy? Steve Stevens should get together uh, with these guys to do a flamingo album. He already did one, but do another one. It's fucking amazing. Well, that was another thing with the '80s, though. You get like these. It was like a lot of guitar albums. You know, I remember there was Joe Satriani came out in the '80s, and yeah, Tony McAlpine and Steve Vai. It was that you would just get those pure albums with just guitar on. You know, another good one I want to throw out there was Michael E. Ferkins, but. That was the one good thing. That was one good thing about the '80s. You know, there was some bad stuff that came out of the '80s, like the overproduced commercial albums. But that's the one thing you would, have, the, the, and that's what makes this out for me good because it's the collaboration between two phenomenal guitarists, Steve Howe and Steve Hackett. And you know, that's why I always recommend this album to people. I, Not going to be for everybody though. I'm just going to say, the overproduced, over '80s albums would be a welcome in this day and age. <laughs> Well, these, like at least it's stuff. real. At least it's real music. People are playing instruments and not using fucking computer fucking to make their guitar Vocal, noises. Making the vocals sound way completely fake, you know, backing mm. tracks and all that. You God, know. man, there's but, a uh, lot of great bands that don't do that now, but shit, would you rather have that shit back? I'd rather listen to Britney Fox than what's coming out right now. Fun. Well, I I miss I you know what I miss most are live albums. I miss, yeah. I don't mind hearing flubs and mistakes and a little bit of feedback, you know, because that makes the album sound like raw and you're you're like you feel like you're at the show and you're really you know you're you're like you're in the pit you're or you're you're with the fans rocking out. The, to me, that's why I miss the most. I, I like hearing some of that stuff, you know. And unfortunately, live albums have kind of gone to the wayside. Yeah, that, live, Rush is the last band that kept making consistent live albums. Right. They, they would do, that's what they do. They do the video, the tour, they do the album, the tour, and the, the, the live album with yeah. the, the video as well. But yeah. like I said, G, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, every Rush album had a live, almost a live concert with it. It's like. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Anniversary albums. And yeah. stuff. I, I mean, anniversary shows like Rush 40, stuff like that. Yeah, man, I, I miss the live shows too now, man. I It's like, a, you know what we need? We need a Kiss live concert from now. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a soundboard uh, of the end tour. <laughs> uh, no, a, re a real live album, not just like, you know, f fake stuff, you know? Come on, we need to hear P Paul lip singing on an album. <laughs> you know what? You know what's sad, though? It's fun. Unfortunately, that Stanley Paul Stanley lost his voice because Gene's. Gene Simmons' voice is, is hanging in there pretty well, you know? Well, Paul so, lost it because he got vocal surgery. He was supposed to rest his voice for a year and went out after two months. So he didn't yeah. let it heal. So he yeah, fucked himself he, up. He actually probably should have waited a couple years. To he, tell had you the the, he had the money to wait. What the fuck, man? These guys mm -hmm. are just like always want to make the, make the cash. Two, make the cash. Yep. I guess they need to make the money because they got their spending money. So, but, you know, it's unfortunate. So now you get this crappy version of Kiss still hey, kind of. Lee, would you go see Kiss if they gave you a free ticket now? Um, if it was not too far to walk, like a five-minute walk, 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Only, only to, only if it was a free ticket. Yeah, it's that free ticket. Would you go? For, I would. You know, I, yeah. I almost bought tickets to the end over here. They're playing to the forum. I was gonna buy them, and my wife looked at me and goes, "Why?" I go, "You're right." <laughs> but I already saw them back in the day. I've so never seen I them. Would... I just wanted to go see them, but I'm not actually seeing. I saw Ace Fraley. Now he kicked ass. Yeah. I'd see him any day. And then my my Ace Fraley, um, what is it? Um, Alice Cooper and Ace Fraley are playing in October in Vegas a day before my birthday yesterday. I go, hey, birthday present idea. And she goes, no, we went to too many concerts already. And I went freaking kick rocks like Charlie Brown because I still want to see Alice Cooper and Ace Fraley again. Can... How many? Uh, so when was that show? They still torn together. It's just Ace Fraley now. Oh, it's 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 Alice Cooper with Ace Fraley opening. It's Vegas, October eighth. Okay, so Alice still, Cooper still... would be good. Yeah, well, Ace he, is he great could still too. bring it, and, and Alice is older than Paul Stanley. And Nita Strauss. <laughs> Come on. Oh yes, Nita yes. Strauss. We reviewed her first solo album. It was amazing, by the way. So let's get to our. Uh, we would like to thank you, uh, Mark. Yeah, thank you, Mark Daly, the other Mark. Oh, no. The next, uh, hopefully, you'll have me on uh, next time, another time, and I'll, I'll pick. I'll promise, I'll pick something better. Okay? Well, no, no, or, 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 no. Or next time it's Lee. You to do the Silver album. Yeah, you know, with Brett Midland. <laughs> yeah, Lee. Well, <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will. I will say that shows are better when you get like different perspectives of opinions and stuff like that, because I don't. I don't, like you know, the shows. I like to listen to. Uh, give them a shout out, Eric and Edwin. Their, their podcast is really good, but sometimes they'll pick something that, like it's so good and you can't even say anything bad about it. Like, I think they have reviewed a, uh, I can't, they, they, I'm pretty sure they reviewed a Judas Priest album, which was like a classic album. So it was, you couldn't really say anything bad about it. So it was kind of like, okay. But I, I like to, I like to get some dissenting opinions and hear I would be interested in, in hearing what, what you have to say about the album because, um, after what, what you said about this album, um, I'd be interested to see um, what you think about the other album. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I I always try to pick albums that I think that Lee might like or not like, and he does the same thing with me. We don't like sit there and let's let's do the whole Metallica discography, the ones they like. Let's do mm -hmm. this. Let's do Guns and Roses, Appetite for Destruction. Let's do the Use Your Illusions. The Use Your Illusions are planned, but. We mm -hmm. kind of like want to put it in there with like a driving and crying or a living color or a giant. You driving know, and crying. Oh, I'm hoping that you're not going to do the Guns N' Roses one. That that's that's the one album that you'll do that I'm going to be very upset mm -hmm. about. Well, we're doing. Yeah. The, we already did Appetite for Destruction. I think you were on early. Uh, but I mean, I don't want to do use your illusion. So if you want to get back at me, you can use that album. And, and well, I Charles Trainer is bugging me about that because we. I brought it up to him. <laughs> well, then you can do it with Charles, and I'll stay off of the. Room. No, it's not the freeform Char rock podcast. Charles, about you. Charles is a big uh, GNR fan, so I could see that. Yeah, yeah, he's a fake well, GNR well, fan. Well, 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 but, 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 if, but, 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 but if I, uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have stomach trouble, and I'm gonna burp all day, so I won't be able to be on the review. That's fine. Have you heard uh, freaking uh, Eric on freaking uh, Rock All Over mm. podcast? The fucker belches all the time. I thought you were bad at one. Now you say, "Fucking let it out, Lee. Let it out." You know, whatever. Well, they they drink a lot during their show. So which... do we. <laughs> really? Dude, I didn't hear any drinking going on. Oh, dude, I drank drink a whole fifth of fucking. I, I, I did tiny sip. I, I, I did a whole did glass of freaking straight sips. whiskey. Did you hear me slurring my words? 
and forgetting no, what song no. we're going next. Oh, that that oh, yeah, that's right. Remember that. I remember and I that smoked some weed. I smoked weed before we started. Oh, you're from California, so this is this is that's the lifestyle. I'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> well, after the show, gonna go drink some more. Yeah. Well, oh, I, I I will say this: the one YouTube video where I think both of you were kind of inebriated and. Honestly, at the end, you says that's it. Fuck it, I'm I'm too drunk, and it's kind of like that was, <laughs> yeah. that was, or maybe that was with Jerry. I can't remember. No, that yeah, was you, that was with Lee. I said, dude, I'm done. I think Lee called, uh, texted me. Are you okay? I went out passed out. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was like wow. I'm like I was I was watching that. I says he is really. He's really got the sauce on. <laughs> yeah, you should watch the Mark yeah. and Jerry bullshit sessions on our top ten movies of all time. You want to see me really out oh, of it? Oh, that was the Back to the Future one, right? Yeah, <laughs> we're going yeah, back yeah, to yeah. They go, Mark. You already said that I did, but it's a great movie. Back to the Future. Rules. And 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 you said I have a book, and you're like, you found it. I would have been so much better if you couldn't find that book, but you were like, I have a book. This movie rules. <laughs> and, oh yeah, because uh, you said Eric Stoltz was the original. Uh, yeah, um, Marty. Marty. Yep. but he wasn't funny. So he wasn't funny. Stupid. Nope. Yeah, he's he's he, well. He just he 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 had just finished Mask. That's why. He's, yeah, he he's a good drama actor. He's yeah. a good, he, but he did comedy later. He was really good. But Michael J. Yeah. Fox is just a genius at it. Oh, it, it would have been interesting to see what that movie would have looked like with Eric Stoltz. It, 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 it I imagine it probably would have bombed. Probably. Probably. Well, let's yeah. get to our tracks of the week, and I'm sorry, guys, I didn't listen to them because I was drunk yesterday at my wife's birthday party. But uh, let's see, Lee, you picked Planet P, King for the Day. What does that yeah. sound like? I think you'll like it. I like most of your tracks, and then I picked. Yeah, it, 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 it goes well with this album, but it's better. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> I picked Genesis, Follow You, Follow Me, on from and there were there were three album, and then you picked a cover of a. Black Sabbath's falling off the edge of the off world the, by Death, Death Angel. Death Angel, from the bastard tracks. I told this is this is new. I'm uh, a lot of people give me a hard time about uh, uh, listening to old music all the time. But you know, this is a cover from 1981, but it's a updated version by Death Angel. We have to give out a shout out to Will Carroll, the drummer. Does a fantastic job on the skins behind this one, behind the kit. Great, great, great song. Love it. It's it mm. smokes. You got you got to check out the bastard tracks by Death Angel. Totally yeah, I need to check out more Death Angel because uh, like the Rock and Metal Combat podcast licks their ass all the time. I need to hear them more. Because <laughs> yep. they have turned me on to a lot of uh, good bands. Just like Lee has turned me on to a lot of great bands. The, so. the 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 best one to hear from Death Angel is the Ultra Violence. If you're into that, mm-hmm. that came out in what 1987. Uh, well, I, I know that I got it when it first came out. Mm -hmm. We should do a so, review on that album, Lee, because I haven't heard it. Very cool. I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. the original band was uh, all Filipino kids, immigrants. Yeah, yeah. But there's there's still some original members, though. But yeah, definitely de check out Death Angel. Oh, Death Angel is like a totally different band now from when they started? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think I ch also I picked something that's quite different from GTR, so... You get oh, you get yeah. some you get some really heavy metal along with some prog rock. Yeah, I just did a pop song. <laughs> follow you, follow me by Genesis. Well, we want to yeah. thank you again. Um, every time I want to say your name, I go fuck. Why am I saying my name? But Mark, Mark Daly, Mark Daly. Uh, thank you for thank coming you. on. Do you have anything to promote? Do you have anything? 
I don't have a podcast. I don't have or uh, any kind of anything really to promote. But I'll just say that I I follow the Almost Human page a lot, or the Rock and Metal Combat podcast, the RMCP Army. I also want to shout out, uh, give out the shout out, and once again to Edwin and Eric for Rock All Review podcast. And of course, I'll just copy. I'll, uh, I'll just also like to say, listen to Black Sabbath. Schmack a magab. Schmack Hey man, now you owe Doctor Fuck ten bucks. <laughs> oh gosh, Wadzilla. Check out, oh, of course, Ian Wadley and Ralph Vieira, the Rock Metal Combat Podcast. Yeah, if you pop the can, that'll be a twenty bucks to Wadzilla. Yeah, yeah, pop a can. Freaking, uh Eric's getting good rates on that though. He says he pays him a dollar. I think that's worth twenty bucks. But. uh <laughs> Yeah, man, check out my brothers on those podcasts. They rule, and also the Lee Podcasts, Lee Gershon yep. Show podcast. Oh, yep. and don't forget that Metal Station Tuesdays, eleven p.m. Eastern Time, eight o'clock Pacific Time. We have our good friend Mark on thatmetalstation.com. He plays everything, not just metal, a little bit of everything. Yeah, some curveballs the, too. The, ne the next show, I'm gonna put a lot of fucking metal in it, and then one curveball in the middle. <laughs> I'm not gonna you tell go. you what it is if you stay up that late. Uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I, I'm gonna guess King's X. That's my prediction. It's a King's X song. King X. Oh, dude, I'm going really pop, dude. <laughs> it's a, it's a fucking curveball. Okay. But I'm All still right, gonna play. Good. I'm still gonna play Duran Duran. But. Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. It All was right. a lot of fun. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks it, for was, it was cool. Thanks for being thank on. Also, check thank out our, you, YouTube, our YouTube channel, the Freeform Rock Podcast on YouTube. Mm. You can see me and Lee on our Saturday exclusives, uh, just bull bitch at each other and drinking and sometimes passing out. Um, well, I almost passed out, so I said I'm drunk. I need to get out of here. <laughs> uh, I was getting ready to pass out. Uh, at least I knew I was passing out. And then uh, check that out and also see my trilogy of snorting booze videos. All right, Lee. Or uh, not. All right, Lee. You know what to do. Bye-bye. Slow
sun. We are one. We have smiles a ton. That's what we call fun. We are one. just listen to the freeform rock podcast all music played on the freeform rock podcast belongs to its owner if you like it go out and buy it get your music on amazon itunes or at your local record store support what you love support the artist by seeing them live purchase their music the freeform rock podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play thank you for listening to the freeform rock podcast We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.